Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm doing well, how are you? I am doing pretty good. Good. Well, welcome to Life's Middle Moments. My name is Bree. I'm 27, and I am the daughter half of this mother-daughter podcast. And hello, my name is Sheila. I am 52 years old, and I am the mother half of this mother-daughter podcast. We are so excited to be back in the swing of things. We're starting to record pretty consistently, so that's exciting. Um, And we have some big brain thoughts happening on today's episode, and I know I sound a little stuffy, so I do apologize for the sniffling, and I know you feel stuffy, you're kind of under the weather too, but. Yes, definitely on the tail end, but (laughs) I do apologize if I happen to uh, cough or (laughs) clear my throat (laughs) a few times throughout. (laughs) Uh, just so there's just so much that we wanted to talk about. So we didn't want to wait any longer. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Let's get right into it. So we were kind of talking earlier about just the pressure that we put on ourselves, And well, we don't really know who puts this pressure on us. We kind of were like, where is this coming from? Do we do this to ourselves? Is it something that's rooted in our upbringing or from our upbringing um, or our is it in extrinsic? We don't really know, but there's so many pressures on us. But then at the end of the day, it's like, what is all of this for? So I'll let you talk a little bit because I know you're really like having these this cycle of thoughts happening right now. Yeah. So recently, it you know, something that has just continuously coming up to the forefront of my mind has been how, um, and, and possibly let me, let me just start with the fact that, uh, reiterate that I am 52 years old and maybe part of it being that I've lived, um, you know, uh, over half a century here and (laughs) maybe this is part of the reason that I've really, just my mind has really started going lately. And of course, you know, as me and your dad get older and we start talking about retirement and our future and what that looks like. And, um, and then, you know, we've raised our kids and now we're, you know, we're spending time with grandkids. And so it's another cycle, I think, that we've been going through in our lives that maybe has brought a lot of this to the forefront of my mind, but I did start thinking pretty heavily recently on how we do start this cycle, you know, early or young in life. Um, you know, I recently shared a little TikTok about how I remember when I had my kids and, you know, when my babies were born and how, perfect I wanted them to be and how um, perfect I wanted everything for them and everything in their life to be and how I felt like I contributed to the expectations that were placed upon you and your brother as you guys were learning things and growing and succeeding or even failing or trying or just you know the, the cycle that you were going through Um, as you were growing up and realizing that in turn, I probably ended up putting some unnecessary anxiety and stress and worry. And, you know, when I put in these expectations 
But then I started thinking, where did that come from? Was that generational from my parents? And then now you are, you know, you're an adult and you start to formulate patterns like that as you're, you know, going through life. And I guess it just kind of made me start thinking outside of even our family lives, we also feel that in in society and throughout our careers and whether it be, you know, good friends or coworkers or managers or, um, you know, whatever the aspect of it may be that it's coming from, I... I personally feel this way, and I've talked to a lot of people who seem to feel this way, but we put a lot of thought into how other people think about us and what their perceptions are and what their expectations are. And so it just started a whole, I don't know, a whole uh, downward spiral of thought process for me as I was trying to make it all make sense. Yeah. you know, and how it all relates to each of us. And I know in talking with you, you know, you're like, yeah, even, even like where you're at in your life and career and just in general that you're seeing that and feeling some of that. And it's like, how, um, how does it come about? And then how do we manage and work our lives through it? And then what does that ultimately mean? What's the higher purpose here in life? And maybe I'm just really, like I said, I'm a, maybe I'm at the age where it's that aha moment of realizing how big the universe is mm-hmm. and how many people are in this world and how we're all just going through our day to day and how it all in some capacity interlinks and then other capacities we'll never see or talk to some people that are right outside our doorway and how each of us are shaped and formed. So lots of thinking. (laughs) Yeah. As we were talking and one of the things that you had asked me earlier was like, does everybody feel this way? Or like, how do people who don't feel this way? Like, why don't they feel that pressure? Or I, and as you're talking now, I'm thinking, I feel like this closely relates to anxiety because we kind of, produce this anxiety from worrying so much about what other people think or the deadlines or the pressures, not even deadlines, because that's kind of separate, like that's tangible, but the pressure that fluctuates in our sense of self. And I think this stems from, because I'm thinking about Jonathan, he has such a strong sense of self. He does like nobody could ever make him feel inadequate, no job, no person, Like he just wakes up every morning and he does his best and he knows that he's doing his best. So he's like, this is just what I do. I don't have to show anybody. Like I just am doing it and that's enough for him. And I don't know if, if that's his childhood and maybe he just had this innate confidence. I don't really know, but he also has no anxiety, which is weird to me how people don't, he never just sits and worries about things he's done. He might worry about a situation's outcome, or, oh, I have this like parent, big parent meeting for my team. I hope everything goes okay and whatever, but it's, that's nerves. It's not anxiety. And I don't know. I just think we, and maybe that's the women 
in us, like the woman part of us that just has always had to feel like we have to hold up in our end of whatever that we're doing and like prove extra, um, like out in the world. I don't know, but I think I hate to like say it, but I feel like we lack a sense of self if we're feeling this way. Mm. And so I think we have to find that. And one thing that I've been going through this cycle myself for the past year or so is I'll get into this rut of worrying so much and leaving an interaction and thinking, I don't think they perceived me the way that I meant them to. I'm just trying to do X, Y, Z, and they might be thinking I'm doing ABC or whatever. And then I'll have this phase where I'm like, it literally, first of all, nothing matters in this world. But also I know what I did was right for me and in my situation. And that's it. Like that is all that matters. Nobody's ever going to perceive you exactly how you want them to, because you don't share the same brain and you don't know our intentions behind things. So then it's like, whatever, I just believe in myself and it's fine. And then you fall back into that rut. So I haven't found a way yet to make that consistent where I'm just like, whatever, I live my life. I do my best every day and that's fine with me. So everybody else can just deal with it. But I don't know. Mm -hmm. I offered nothing in this. um, (laughs) So sorry. (laughs) No, I was completely following that and completely can relate because I, on a daily basis, I feel like I'm, I'm telling myself, that exact thing that I need to, you know, build my own worth and feel my own worth and value. And I will exude that and other people will see that. And then on the flip side of that, it's so challenging sometimes Mm -hmm. to be able to stay consistent with that. And have I, you know, from the youngest age I can remember, I've had self-doubt and I have not had that inner or outward level of confidence to make a decision or to, you know, do a a follow through with something without having some questionable part of the process. Now I have definitely, as I've gotten older and matured and, more experienced and, and developed this higher level of knowledge and, um, you know, things with, um, whether it pertains to my job or, or my, you know, part of the business and, um, just the things that I've been able to develop there, then I have a level of confidence within that portion. However, I think it's, um, it's when it's beyond the realm of the things that are so familiar to me mm-hmm. that I, I will start to really second guess and question myself and my thought process. And I look at other people and I think, especially as you noted, as women, it, I believe it's very normal and natural for us to look toward other women and to pull from that or to, um, you know, to seek out other women to help create that support system or that validation that we all can sometimes need. However, I also find myself thinking, wow, 
how did they get here? How did they become them that I am so admirable of and I can't get enough of? I can't listen to them enough. I can't, I can't uh, follow them enough, uh, whether it be, you know, on uh, some form of social media or just out in the world itself. I can't get enough of them, but at what point do I also sit back and say, but stop comparing yourself to them? You know, how we tell ourselves that we know, but we can aspire to the things that, that this person is doing, but how do we, you know, completely, you know, flip that switch where us admiring their abilities and their success Mm-hmm. is not in turn taking away from ours. I think I have definitely, I used to be way worse about comparing myself with other women on social media and more so for me, it was like their life, not sometimes it would be how they look, but it was like the things that they get to do and all of their opportunities and just like getting this FOMO and thinking my life was inadequate. And I think we have to just keep telling ourselves that, um, you know, well, that's okay. I don't need to compare myself to them. I'm doing fine and trying to remind ourselves of what we do have, the qualities we do possess. And then I think one day it just clicks. Once we tell ourselves enough, it's like building a habit and then we just start to believe it. And so then we don't, because I feel like I have overcome, I'm a recovered FOMOer of Instagram. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I had to delete Instagram because it was so bad for me to look mm-hmm. because I would obsess over everybody. And then I just had to keep telling myself, reminding myself, I'm doing really cool things. And eventually I started noticing like, wow, I am doing really cool things. Like I'm doing this and I have this going on. And then I was able to get on and appreciate that in other people and think like, wow, look, that's so great for them. They got to go to this place. I am going to go here at the end of the month and that's going to be really great. And now I feel like it's fine. Those Thoughts creep back, but the feeling is not the same because my brain automatically goes, nay, nay, nay. I don't think about that <laughs> going on. And I'm like, you're right. I don't know. I think you just have to keep telling yourself and eventually it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, we've talked about that before, how in this, in this day and age, how accessible everyone is to us. I mean, at mm-hmm. the touch of a button or jumping on an app, we, we can almost know, you know, within a few minutes, what someone is doing in their life, whether it be a snapshot or a day to day. I mean, some people are very, um, very open with everything that's happening, you know, throughout the hours. Uh, so you can really keep track of some people and other people, um, are, you know, uh, occasionally you'll see a a post or, or an update and, and, you know, you jump in to see, you know, Oh, how are they doing? What's going on? Um, and of course we all have heard the age old idea that there are people out there in this world that are admirable of you. So always keep that in mind. You may be questioning yourself, or your value, or worth, or abilities, but there is, at that same moment, someone, or maybe dozens of someones out there 
that are thinking highly of you that are Mm -hmm. wanting to obtain what, what position you are in your life. And they're, they're seeing all these amazing, wonderful attributes and, and they're excited to, you know, see and follow and hear everything that you, that you have to share. Um, And so, you know, again, I try to keep that in mind as well. And, and this is for me, it's kind of an ebb and flow. I find myself going through these valleys and, and then standing up on these mountains and being like, yes, I am woman. I am strong. Mm -hmm. And then I find myself down the valley again, going, but what is my purpose and why am I here? And what value am I to anyone else? And, um, one of the things that, that of course we've talked about and anyone who knows me very well at all knows that I've always been one to write and tell and share stories, whether it be experiences in my life or things I want to do or places I want to go or uh, career fields I want to get into or, you know, whatever, um, whatever capacity it is that I am sometimes just a wide open book. And I feel like there are times, you know, as I've gotten uh, more involved in apps like TikTok, where you can jump on and share three minutes of your life. I have, um, I have found myself to, um, it's become kind of a journal for me. And there are moments in time where I'm just extremely compelled to share something that happened to me 30 years ago or three minutes ago. And I feel, you know, this need to share. And um, then I'll do that and I'll be going along and then I'll see or hear comments and not specifically for me, you know, this is as I'm looking through other people's, other people's pages and stories. And I just see all this criticism out there, especially Mm -hmm. from women to women. And I think, why, what drives that? And are there people out there who maybe haven't vocalized it, but they're tired of hearing from me, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like I need to stop for a minute. And so uh, then that starts the whole, you know, the whole spiral of questioning myself and my messages and my motives, my needs, um, and, you know, going through the whole cycle again. And I just, you know, I just wonder, because we've talked about how there are so many people out there who do feel this exact same way that we've talked about and, and that it is, you know, a lot of ups and downs when you're going through uh, different levels of anxiety whether it be social anxiety or um, mental fatigue or whatever part of the anxiety spectrum it is. So it's how do you, how do you maintain a good amount of health as you're, you know, just walking through this world and this life? Yeah, I don't know. I wish I had answers. I think we just have to be our biggest cheerleader and block other things out 
because you also, you don't want to limit yourself and not post on social media if that's what you really want to do. And you were talking earlier about getting just that, um, in, into it or like intuition or gut feeling like I need to do this right now. I need to post about this. I need to share this. And I get those two sometimes, which is the only reason I think anybody shares on social media is they feel like it and they feel called to. And I think we have to run with those. It's going to hit the people that it needs to hit and it won't with the people that it doesn't. And that's all just part of the greater process. I think mm-hmm. um, we'll need to grow too. The, the people who are commenting these terrible things, they're growing through this in some way, even though it's at, you know, the, whatever you call it of somebody else, but you can't get away from that. And we can't limit our opportunities in life because of, terrible people who just haven't grown enough to not do things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. And I do feel like part of, you know, part of my recent journey and, and this is something that's, you know, been in development for all of my life, but become more apparent probably within the last 10 or 12 years of my life is the spiritual connection that I feel like I've started to, you know, really embrace and, you know, leaning more on faith and recognizing, and, and I think a lot of this does come from, um, you know, even being out there and looking at what other people are sharing and, and talking about and feeling and expressions, (laughs) but I, there are times that I really do feel as if it's spiritually driven Mm -hmm. that a message has to be shared. And when I think back as a child and, you know, going to church and listening to, you know, specifically my grandparents who were assembly of God preachers and very, uh, very heavily faith, based and driven and you know thinking about some of the messages that they were compelled to share with the congregation on a specific day or time and sometimes it would upset people sometimes because the message really was meant specifically for them and I think sometimes that hurts and that upsets you because you think well who are they to say, I need to hear this, you know? Yeah. And, but, but never, but their, their purpose was never to make anyone feel as if their situation was being called out. It was more of a, in a, in a support role of no, you're not alone. Just know you're not alone others of us are feeling this and the message is just funneling through them. And so, so I think that uh, that does hit on what you were saying where people, if you're feeling the, the, you know, if you're feeling compelled to share a story or a message or an experience, some people are going to receive it with the open arms and open ears and some people are not and but those same people who don't they may look back on it years from now or come across it again 
Um, we used to have these, uh, when I was a kid, my, my dad had started saving these little gospel tracks and they were in a, um, an old chocolate candy box <laughs> that I guess we had gotten for Christmas one year, a box of candies. And, um, so at a certain point, that was a pretty cool box. <laughs> we just started putting those gospel tracks in. Um, and it, that's, that's, we just knew exactly where they were. <laughs> and I can still remember occasionally my dad pulling that box out and we would just start flipping through these little gospel stories <laughs> you know, these little messages. And sometimes they would not make any sense. And then other times it was like a light bulb had gone off and I knew exactly what, what the message was within the little story. And so I think we've just reached a different time frame where stories are being shared in different manners, but it also opens up the opportunity for people to immediately react and criticize or condemn or judge and then also on the flip side of that to um identify and comment and feel encouraged and you know so it's like you have both ends of the spectrum of it I think we're just in a time frame um which is probably part of why this is really starting to come to the forefront of my mind is we're in this time frame where it's so prevalent on a day-to-day basis what we're sharing what other people are sharing how we're seeing other people and how they're seeing us whereas that you know 30 40 50 years ago was not the case oh yeah the exposure is instant so the the opinions are just have grown exponentially and the amount of opinions that you can get and the amount of feedback you can get from people. This made me think of one of my favorite quotes that would have worked back then 30 years ago and still applies today. You could be the ripest, juiciest peach, and there's still going to be somebody who don't like peaches. (laughs) And I just, that's so true. So you could be the best. There's still going to be somebody who hates you or doesn't like what you have to say because they just don't align with that. And I think getting more on like the big brain stuff. I call it big brain, not that it's smart, but it's like, whoa. But I think in life, we all have these vibrations that we're sending out in this energy. And I really think that our purpose in life is to just feel all of these feelings on earth and just have this experience because it's so crazy. And why else would we be having to go through so much like heartache or happiness? You just like, we feel things so deeply, but I think we're all putting off this vibration and some people match you and some people are one level above or one level below. So you can have conversations and you can see their perspectives a little bit better. And then there are some who are so below or so above that you are just never going to match up in that frequency. So when you hear each other, it's an instant like disconnect. And I think mm-hmm. until you're all aligned and you're never going to be aligned with everybody because there's 8 billion or however many people And all these people have access to you if you're posting on social media. So I think we're always just going to run into that until we all align on the same frequency, which will probably never happen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good way to look at it. I love that. I love analogies anyway. (laughs) I know. I think that makes, that's part of our coping. It makes us feel better when we can think of it as like beyond us. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
we just have to be as long as and you and dad have told me this ever since I was young if you can look at yourself in the mirror at night when you go to bed and be happy with the person that you are that's all that matters and that Mm -hmm. could be skewed for different people because they are coming with different life experiences so what they feel is right in one situation would might be totally different from yours but we are also trying to teach like mutual respect. Like, okay, I respect you. Just stay far away from me kind of thing. Like, why, why can't we all just be like that? I don't know, but let's Mm -hmm. just teaching our youth to just be good people at their core and who they think. And then hope maybe we can end this cycle of growing up with like the need to please other people or to be something for somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you're so right. Everybody has, their own perspective and their own, you know, their own thought process on right or wrong. And ultimately, if, if, if you lived your, you know, you, you lived throughout your day and like you said, went to lay your head down on your pillow at night, if you had no bad intentions, for anything that was said or done throughout the day, and you know in your heart that to be true, then this is where I need to kick my brain into gear and say, okay, turn it off then. Stop stop dwelling on the other people that you feel may have been offended or may yeah. feel a certain way because of something you said or did today. Because none of it was done with bad intentions yeah. with any kind of um, purpose aside from just sharing a piece of yourself. Yeah. It's almost like we need this journal prompt every night. That's like, what do I feel icky about today? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> what right. was my intention behind doing this? Blah, blah, blah. Did I act according to my intention? Yes or no. And it's like, okay. Like one of those maps that's like, yes, go here. No, go here. And you're like, yes, okay, then shut up and go to bed. <laughs> no, okay, be a better person tomorrow. <laughs> right, right. And, and, and that's, um, that's something to be considered too, because even, even if we're, you know, not doing things with any kind of bad intention doesn't mean we can't still have learned something throughout the day and make an improvement and, yeah. and do better tomorrow. You know, maybe it is, maybe, it, maybe it was, um, how we reacted to someone or something that happened throughout the day, or maybe it was that we, you know, felt that we lacked, um, something from our end within a response or, um, you know, or maybe it's even, you know, so much of the time and especially going through all the, um, head colds and sinus stuff and all the change in weather and everything that's happened lately is it's almost like in those situations where sometimes your body will tell you to just, you need to just shut everything down and rest. You just need rest. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think that that's meant for your, for your mental state as well as your physical state, because I think sometimes if we, when we do just completely shut down yeah. And, and tell ourselves that it's okay to do so. Then we can come back so much more refreshed when yeah. we, when we pick back up and we probably 
do have different conversations with those yeah. same people, but now we're, we're in a different frame of mind. Yeah. Um, so I think that's it too, is to remind ourselves that it's okay to not be okay sometimes and to just turn everything off and rejuvenate. Yeah. And recharge. I agree. I think we need to end with a coping quote for each of us. And then maybe like anybody listening, that's your homework. What is your quote that you're going to tell yourself when you're feeling big feelings and you need to cope with life? I think mine is nothing is real anyway. And I don't, I know that sounds really dumb, but for some reason that de-escalates my anxiety really quickly. I'm like, Oh, we're, we're going to die. Soon. I think I'm a little bit on the morbid side too, but I'm like, we're all just going to die the same death. Like, I don't know. Like nothing matters truly. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, it's fine. And then I can go through that process of like, did I do it with this intention? Did I do this? Okay. It's fine. Literally nothing matters. Tomorrow's a new day. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you have a quote that would help you? Yeah. I mean, that makes me think of th- that in the grand scheme of things, this is small. Yeah. Like when you look at or think about your entire life or the entire universe or the entire world and, you know, we're just a small little piece within a piece within a piece of all (laughs) of that. This is really small compared to all of that. And I think for me, that's when I can find a way to calm myself and to bring myself back down to a place of acceptance is when I think about the fact that this is just a small moment within a lifetime. Yeah. And I think sometimes I I get reminded of that when things like Facebook memories pop up and I think about a year ago or nine years ago or 12 years ago. And, and I think about where I was within those moments. Yeah. And as we've talked about and shared on some of our previous podcasts, some of those were very hard and trying times and days and years. And some of those were some of the most enjoyable, exciting and happy moments and years and times of my life. So it's been a mixture throughout the whole process. So when I get down into that, that's what I have to remind myself is this moment in time is very small compared to the 52 years of my life. I like that a lot. That's really great. It makes me want to go out and look at the sky too and just remember how tiny you are. Mm, Life is bigger. Exactly. Exactly. And our reach, although it's further than we think it is, it's really about the impact we're making in a smaller reach of people. Yeah. And, uh, and it warms my heart when I hear things that you recall from <laughs> things we've <laughs> told you and shared with you growing up that have helped you. I know um, it's cliche, but I always had that phrase, this too shall pass. Yeah. And I remember throughout your life of adulthood so far, the times that you've reached out to me and been like, Hey, that just came back to me. And thank you for, for 
for reminding me of that in those different times and moments is this too shall pass. And it is so true. Yeah. It is so true. And it, it does, it passes and you're on the other side of it in no time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before you know it quicker than you'd think. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, Oh yeah. I remember when that really big thing happened. Oh man. What a time. <laughs> right. Right. <a> new person. <laughs> Exactly. But I appreciate you talking through this with me today because this has, this has been a good reminder for me to keep sharing if I feel compelled to share, to, you know, keep, you know, improving and, and um, getting inspiration from other people and to remember my own worth and value and that as much as, you know, as I feel challenged with myself sometimes to know that I've made um, some positive impacts on some other people out there in life. And that as long as there's, you know, a, a voice or a platform for my voice, that there's a reason that sometimes I need to share it. So thank you. Yeah. Appreciate uh, that. No. <laughs> Now, I love conversations like this where we're just like working through it. You don't really have like an ultimate result, but it's so therapeutic to just talk through it and, you know, get little reminders. So thanks for sharing it with me. I enjoyed it. Yes, me too. This is definitely, uh, I'm, I'm feeling myself getting back up on top of that mountain. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's a cycle really. So the next it time is. you get low, you call me, I'll do the same. I appreciate it I'm sure getting through this uh, all of this uh, head cold and sinus stuff has definitely (laughs) been helpful too but it is so I mean this is just our conversations and talking through things and sharing um, our each of our perspectives with each other is definitely the some of the best medicine that I feel like Mm-hmm. I have on a daily basis and yeah. I wish we could do this every day and, <laughs> and we could too. <laughs> we could. Yeah. So, yeah. So hopefully, oh, hopefully it's, uh, it, it's something that we become, it becomes less and less necessary over time. And I feel like it has been, I think we've been some great help for each other. Yeah. So yeah. Very nice. Well, thanks for joining us today, everyone. Um, I had fun. This has been really good. Um, and so until next time on our next topic. Um, yes. I say bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. Love you. Yes. Bye. Love you too. You guys take care and we will okay. talk to you soon. We will. And I can't wait to see Halloween pictures, all of that good stuff of the kids. So yes, we'll have to update. We'll do an update next uh, on our next uh, podcast and, and chit chat about fall activities and Halloween and what everyone has uh, planned for the upcoming holidays. Yeah. I'm excited. I can't wait. And if any of our listeners want to, uh, drop us a little note or comment to let us know how they're doing or yes. if there was anything that we talked about today that you can relate to.
be sure and let us know. We'd love to hear it. Yay. Yes. Okay. Well, we will see you all next time then. Bye. Bye-bye. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye.